Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 234 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and that was us attempting to do our theme song live on the road here in Nova Scotia on our way back to Ontario. I mean, Ontario. And while we're doing the podcast, we're actually going to be switching provinces because we're starting in Nova Scotia, but we'll soon be in New Brunswick. I believe that's the sign up there, actually. Okay, so we're halfway between Amherst and Sackville, and I've got a top five goals. Actually, I wouldn't say it's a top five. When I do a top five, I like to count down which ones are most important in a five, four, three, two, one fashion for y'all. But on today's podcast, we're simply going to be doing five things. And I'm going to do them in all sorts of different orders because I don't have an order for them yet, okay? So these are my five goals for Pinberg. Without further Albert Dew. Let's get into it. Here we go. So, one of my goals, one of my five goals is to get there safely. And I know what you're, you're, you're thinking. You're like, what? That doesn't even count. No, it does. That's one of the hardest parts of the whole thing. I've got to drive my car from Nova Scotia, literally on the coast, literally one hand in the ocean and the other hand's not smoking a cigarette. Smoking screws, quit now. Uh, so what, what's going to happen is I'm going to go from coast to middle, not quite coast to coast, because I've got to get back to uh, Ontario, and not just Ontario, but like 10 hours of driving through Ontario all the way down to London, basically driving across Ontario from one side to the other. After driving across Quebec one side to the other, that's what, eight hours, hun? Yeah. Something, something like that, right? So, uh, I am joined here by my beautiful wife, Danielle. Hi. Also known as Drop Target Danielle. And I, then I'm here with, well, he could be or Orbital Owen, but uh, I'd say he'd have to be Orbital Owen, or Orbital Junior Owen. Um, but what, do you have another pinball nickname you like, Owen? Um, Orbital Junior Owen. Orbital Junior Owen, okay. And what about Hayden? H Hurry Up Hayden? Was that your pinball name, Hurry Up Hayden? I think so. Speedy Hayden. Speedy Hayden. Uh, see, Speedy Hayden, though, it does make sense because yeah. you're a runner. But for pinball, you need like a hurry up mm. or something with an H, right? So that's yeah. what I was trying to think of. But uh, I know you haven't ever played Houdini, but I bet you if you played it, you'd love it. And then we could call you Harry Hayden Houdini. Harry Hayden Houdini. Yeah, Houdini is a really cool pinball machine uh, by American Pinball. So. All right, well, thank you guys so much for joining me here on the podcast today. Hayden was just listening to some tunes. Hayden, you go back to listening to tunes, but oh my God, that's right. That's the very first sign showing we're officially in which province now, boys? New Brunswick. New Brunswick. it was French. French, that's right. They are, believe it or not, fully bilingual, even though some people wouldn't know that. Am I right? The, yeah, the provinces. Right, because Quebec is en français. And lots of the other provinces have bilingual people and francophones in them, but New Brunswick is official, the only bi-sensual, I mean, uh, bi-lingual uh, province, right? Yes. Good. Okay. So, 
that song that brought us in randomly came on, and that was uh, uh, a Nirvana song cover in country. Um, don't know what it means. Don't know what it means. Jenny's got her gun or something. I don't know. Anyways, that I forget which song it is, but it's a Nirvana song, and it was a cover, and it was on CBC, and I don't have my laptop, even though it is in my trunk, but I don't have any reception. I'm not going to hotspot while driving the car, so we're going to be changing up. Uh, we're going to be changing up the song a little bit for today, but the good news is, is I'll be back. I'm on my way to Pimburg, like I was saying, so the number one thing is just getting there. I've got to drive across three provinces, then I've got to drive across New York State to get to near Buffalo, I think is Darien Lake Six Flags. Uh, going to be staying there for a couple days with the family. I'm, it's not that hard. It's not like, oh, poor me, I have to go on vacation. Oh, you should feel sorry for me. There's probably a couple of you right now listening to this pinball podcast sitting in your office, or maybe you've got me in an earbud and you're on the, uh, you know, maybe you're on the, uh, uh, on the bus on the way to work who knows maybe you've got me in the car on your way to work you know and you're not on vacation and you're going oh boo little orby has to go on vacation yeah, meh, meh. i feel so sorry for you yeah. Yeah. could i do a whole podcast like that no i, w- I won't do that that was horrible i'm sorry <laughs> that was danielle saying she would turn it off in a beat of a heart the beat of a heart what if I did it all in Irish, honey? I would maybe last a little bit longer. She'd make it a little bit longer till she had to say, so long. She would open the door at full highway speed and take a dive, then have to listen to a whole podcast like this in Conor McGregor style in the UFC. Sorry, guys, for all the voices. I'm a little excited today. I'm a little stoked. Um, so then after the, the Darien Lake Six Flags, I'm in London for a couple days. Believe it or not, I'll get to go to Brad Hopkins. Shout out for shout out of the show uh, to play a little bit of London, Ontario Pinball League. Man, I'm missing all my dudes there. Shout outs to everybody in the Lopolins. An extra special shout out to Mr. Mike Dimas and Tony Lavuletta, the Canadian Pinball Podcast. Because of these awesome guys fixing up the machine so well, I got to play my whole first day in the arcade without a single issue. And the machines were set up so beautifully that even though you know they bumped around a lot in the back of a U-Haul for 2,000 kilometers, they all set up and are playing beautifully. Other than Jungle Princess, which I still have to level, but of course, you know leveling takes time and I ran out of it so I do apologize there was not a podcast up yesterday or the day before I've been super duper busy but thank you so much to everybody who tuned in to listen to Krista Pintern and I it was a bit of a long episode but you know what that was our first episode ever co-hosting together and uh, both of us like to talk which is good right because we're podcasters so the next part of it is that I've got to get a trailer hood to put on my car not that that matters to you guys but that's so I can get pinball machines back to Nova Scotia from Ontario after Pimburg and the rest of my furniture for any of you uh, 100 and over 60 people have already watched my Facebook video of our house tour thank you so much for everyone who watched uh, a lot of people and I wasn't sure if I was going to post it on Facebook or just send it to a couple family members and friends but between my sisters and a couple other family members bugging me saying well we haven't seen your house we want to see your house by now um, I thought we would do the tour and then, you know me, I'm pretty much, I'm open like a book. I thought I'd post it to everybody. Uh, We still need quite a bit more furniture. The house is looking a little barren. I know I'm aware of that, okay? But we will get that furniture in there. So the hardest part is just getting there. Then I've got a, then I have the other issue of when on Friday when I was in the uh, 
motor transportation office, whatever it is. We call it the MTO in Ontario. I don't know what they call it here. What's it called, honey? La Transportation? Oh, I like to access Nova Scotia from time to time. Okay, so when when we were down there at Access, she's like, I'm really sorry, I have to take your license and I can't give it back to you. And I was like, well, honey, no, I didn't say that. But, you know, I looked over my wife and said, well, honey, this is going to be interesting. Driving across our country, then driving across the United States. Okay, it's not really across the United States, let's be honest. Detroit to Pittsburgh is like five hours or something, I don't know. Detroit's like two and a half, three hours from my house. And if you make it through Detroit without being shot, that's right, or getting a pothole, or sorry, getting a pothole, getting a flat tire from all those potholes, you're, I don't know, maybe it's better. I haven't been to Detroit in a while, but last time I went there, you're driving down their main highway and there's like potholes bigger than raccoons. Like it was pretty rough, if you know what I mean. So anyways, the point is, is that if I manage to get all the way there and I don't get pulled over because the girl at the uh, Access Nova Scotia took my license. So what she said is, oh, you'll have to use this piece of paper uh, along with a photocopy. She gave me back a photocopy of my license. I'm like, they are so not going to accept this at the border if I get pulled over in Chicago. They, they, it says, she goes, oh, look here. Oh, by the way, sir, look here. It says at the bottom. Law enforcement must accept this photocopy along with registration. I'm like, what? So now, okay, so in Ontario, like I was a driving instructor for years, so I, I know how it works a little. And uh, what would happen is they would give you back your license and they would put a sticker on it. And the sticker would say, license no longer valid for photo identification. But you had to hold on that license with you, with your temporary permit until you got your new license. Well, they don't do that here in Nova Scotia. They give you a photocopy. I'm like, I don't think that any law enforcement's gonna be like, yeah, that photocopy looks legit. You're good to go. See ya, bud. I think they're gonna hassle me. Now, hopefully they don't. Whoa, guys. <coughs> Whoa. Sorry, guys. Oh, did anyone else get... Why is no one else coughing in the car? What do you guys smell, death? Oh, my God. Can you guys not smell that? Can someone answer me, please? Yeah, we can smell that. Why is no one else's eyes watering? Okay, sorry if the podcast sounds weird. My nostrils are literally inside of my shirt right now. Okay, I'm coming out. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, episode 234 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. We're back here live. We're not live. How could you be live? Um, but we are back here. Uh, sorry there. I got hit with, uh, I think we drove by, which might have been a freshly manured uh, large field there because that was so stenchfulness that all four of my family members and I could have farted in this car at the same time and it wouldn't have stunk that bad. Legit. Okay, sorry about that. Hopefully you guys were not enjoying your breakfast and you just spit it all out after my grossness. I apologize. Nasty. Okay, I'm back though. I'm back. And wow, look at this view. We can see it over the ocean here. Um, so just getting to Pinburg is going to be hard. And then, of course, I'm staying at, at uh, Peace Nick Man's house, which I really appreciate. That's super cool. I hope he has a, a parking spot. I should have messed it message him about that but if not I go find the cheapest parking lot in the nicest neighborhood yeah right and and I park it there and 
I just won't leave any valuables in my car and I'll hope that no one breaks in. Really, it's a 2016 Kroll. There's not, you know, there's not like a big long list like in, uh, uh, what, what was that where they were stealing all the cars? Anyways, it's not a beautiful like 1967 rare Shelby Mustang. Nobody's like itching at the the gills to get this bad boy. Uh, except for me, because I love it. And uh, I want to try to put a million clicks on this thing. Unless I sell it to hate it in half a million, but he's not even listening, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so that's number one, is just getting there. And I know that that sounds like it should be the easiest part, but I think, considering the thousands of kilometers I have to drive and the many things that I have to do to get there, including my photocopied license, yeah, that's going to be great at the border. Uh, it's going to be very hard to get there, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there safely. It's going to be fun. And hopefully I'm going to tell you guys when I do the post-Pimberg podcast that just getting there, although seemed like it would be the hardest, was perhaps the easiest. All right, number two. And this one's probably going to sound a little bit silly, but my number two expectation that I'm, you know, or goal, I guess I would say goal of there, is to keep low expectations. Now, why on earth would I keep low expectations? Why on earth would you have low expectations for the largest pinball tournament on the planet? Well, I have super high expectations for the number of pinball machines that will be there and the amount of time that I will get to play and how great shape the machines will be in. And that doesn't mean that a machine can't go down because no no matter how well you take care of your machines, if you're Papa or not, they're going to go down. It's pinball. You know, you've got this heavy steel ball, uh, you know, flinging around inside of a... Uh, you know, a, a thing with plastics and, and wood and different things that are going to break. So it's going to happen. But what I'm suggesting is that my expectations for my goals, I'm going to set them very low. So I'll be honest with you guys. I'd be happy with E. I'd prefer D, but I'd be ecstatic about C. That kind of sums it up for me. I'm not even thinking about A or B. Um, you know, my good buddies, Mike Dimas and, and uh, Joe Stanzik, those guys will probably go to A. They've gone to A before. I think Joe's gone to A the last two years in a row. Um, I think because of their rankings, they might even, I don't know how it works, but if you're ranked a certain amount of highness, you can't even go into D and E, I believe. Um, but I'm going to set my expectations low for how I do because A, I'll be traveling that far and I'm probably going to be exhausted after six or seven or eight days on the road. B, the other reason is because I haven't played like half the machines at Pemberg. C, because there's going to be literally hundreds of the best pinball players on the planet will be there. So even though, yeah, my Monday night pinball, or even when I go to Lopple, I might be able to like win my little grouping or like, you know, do fairly well. I've still never even won a London, Ontario pinball league one. Right. So if I can't even win at London, Ontario pinball, I definitely, definitely can't win, uh, at, uh, you know, like when I go over to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go to Pinburg and all of a sudden play better and all of a sudden do better than most of those same people who beat me in the other one. Right. That's just not how it works. So, uh, anyways, keep expectations low. That way I can keep my frown upside down. All right. The third thing that I'm very excited for and I'm stoked to do is, believe it or not, um, everything at Pittsburgh that isn't Pinburg. And Peace Man Nick and I, or, or Peace Nick Man, I think it is, and I chatted about this, and what we agreed is that, you know, some of the people who come to Pinburg don't spend enough time and energy going to check out all the rad stuff in Pittsburgh besides just the pinball tournament. 
So I'm very, very excited for that. That's one of my goals. Um, I'm going to try to get there as early as I can, hopefully late afternoon Wednesday. And uh, I might go into the pre-registration, that sort of thing, just to save time Thursday morning. But that night, I mean, it's not like, I'm not going to say like, screw you pinball. I might go play some pinball, but I'm more excited to go out to a really cool craft brewery or go check out like the downtown strip or go check out like, you know, touristy stuff around there. And I think that, uh, I think that I've got an excellent tour guide for that. So I'm very excited. The next thing, number four, and this is straight up. This is like straight up. If I was doing a top five, this would be number one. Okay. You know me, I'm a people person. I've been living in the middle of the sticks for the last few weeks. I'm missing some people. Honestly, uh, I talked to lots of great people out here. I haven't met any friends. I don't have any friends out here yet. I haven't got, I have one dude who worked at the bank who we got chatting and you know, he, he knew what pinball was. I was just excited by that. I thought he was going to say, Oh yeah, pinball. I love pinball. Like when you hold that little mini tennis racket with the little ball that they play beer pong with. No, no, that's ping pong. Um, no, he knew what pinball was. So I was like, legit. Okay. He told me at pinball arcade on his PlayStation back in the day. So I was like, all right. So Anyways, I added him to Facebook. So, cheers, Matt Cove, if you're listening, buddy. Uh, he's a nice dude. But, uh, and I hope, I hope to hang out with him soon. I want to make some plans and, and start meeting some people out there. And he seems like a, a fine gentleman to start with. It sounds like he knows about the good craft beer haunts around us and, and that kind of stuff. And it sounds like if I gave him a couple craft beers and drove him all the way out there, maybe not in limo, but offered him a free ride there and back so he didn't have to drive all the way down to River Heber, he might, just might, come pop by orbital alberts after hours barcade and that's right it's official ladies and gentlemen and it's kind of like a relationship is it official until it's facebook official i don't know look has the arcade been around for a couple weeks yes were any of the pinball machines set up yes roller coaster tycoon was set up but it wasn't super level and when i left it had like some uh, uh, cardboard stuck underneath the one side because I tried to level it really quickly and I couldn't do it. And anyways, that's probably shouldn't level with cardboard. That's not a good idea. But I did that and then it fell off the cardboard because Hayden was probably shoving it around. And honestly, it's not going to stay up there for a long time. So, you know, it's been a disheveled, I wouldn't call it an arcade. I called a room with a whole bunch of pinball machines with one set up. But now that I've got four pinball machines set up, Orbeez, Orbeez, it's, uh, it sounded like I said Arby's. Thinking Orbeez? Thinking Arby's. Orbeez. Orby is thinking about Arby's. Jeez, can you tell I'm hungry for breakfast? By the way, I got to give a little shout out. I'm going to a place called Heinz in Moncton. So for all you East Coasters, you probably already know. But to everyone out there in Ontario or New York State or Buffalo or Ohio or Michigan or anywhere drivable out to the East Coast, when and if you come to visit good old Orbital Albert, you're going to stop by the most romantic, most old school, most retro breakfast nook of your entire life. I mean, this place is so old school that they have, and they wear, think bus boys, but I, I would like to use the term uh, bus neutrals so that we don't offend anyone. But think of it, I mean, you know what a bus boy is, typically done by boys. The great part here is that Grandpa Hines, and this, I'm not talking about the guy who started the ketchup. Grandpa Hines started a, uh, Grandpa Hines, sorry, I just got distracted. There's literally a house driving down the road there. Um, and Hayden pointed that out to me, but 
Uh, and it wasn't the Wizard of Oz. It's not like the house was up in the air spinning around or anything. But so if you go to Heinz, it's been owned by the same family for years. The old grandpa just sits there and kind of barks orders. He's great. Uh, <clears throat> but I think that although he may have wanted grandsons to have busboys, he had granddaughters. This is my assumption, by the way. I haven't actually talked to anyone confirmed it. But there's these younger girls there who all look possibly related maybe it's just because they're wearing the same little outfit and they literally stand at the end of each row and it's because they only do breakfast they've got to make all their money in this time they do offer breakfast at a very very reasonable price but the girls literally when you're done eating as soon as you've stood up and you start to walk away you while well, you watch it at the other tables the whole time you're eating because there's always a lineup for breakfast it could be a tuesday morning in february okay it could be freaking groundhog day and everyone's down at the puxatoni phil square and still there's a lineup there okay anyways is the second that the person's done eating the girl like runs all the way down with her little bus cart and like like walks very quickly gets to your table and within about 30 seconds she's bust everything on the table wiped down the table put down the new doily you know those cute little doily mattresses they use in the old cafes she's put those down and basically got your you know your new coffee cup and your your whole place set with your utensils and everything and then she like runs back to the next spot because the place is so small and so old that once she's kind of blocking the aisle, no one can walk up and down it. Like, you literally can't even squeeze by to go to the bathroom or something. So she's got to run down there quickly and do her business. And then she just kind of stands there. And, I mean, these girls were not going on their cell phones. I don't think they were allowed, but I don't even know if they own them in the first place. Uh, honey, are we exiting here in Moncton? Oh, we're supposed to exit in 850 meters. It's a good thing I checked on here. Okay. So... 850 meters, we're going to be exiting at the 467A. Okay, sorry here, i got to look for the 467A. Here we are, okay, exiting. So, uh, let's get back to Penberg for a second here. Uh, by the way, I'm not holding the phone. My wonderful wife, Danielle, is being kind enough to do that for me because she loves me, and she's going to just be watching the addresses, but kind of hold it here in the middle, hun. Thank you. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so, um, I am looking forward to... The people. The people is what I'm most excited for, by far. This would be number one if this was a typical Pinball Nerds podcast top five. I'm very excited too, and there's a long list of people, and if I try to list them, I know I'll forget half the people. I'm probably most stoked to meet Jack Danger. Uh, he's supposed to have an after party on the Friday night, and if I'm not going to finals, which, let's be honest, I'm probably not, I'm going to, you know, wait till the Friday night to just totally, like, let her rip, if you know what I mean. Well, I know that. I'm trying to get over there. I'm up to 130, and they didn't move over for me yet, so it's making it a little harder. There Quebec, we go. What's that? They're from Quebec. Oh, yes, it's Quebec people. <laughs> that's right. Darn you, Quebecers. Um, Quebec's like the only province we don't even stop in. Well, we might stop to get gas if we absolutely need it, but I love Montreal. I love Adam Kessler, Kiesler. I, I, I love Quebec City. I love old Quebec City. Uh, I love old Montreal. I love the putain. I love the smoke of meat sandwiches. How do you say that in French, buddy? How do you say smoked? Montreal smoked meat sandwiches. Can you say that in French for us? Come on, baby. Beyond fumé? I don't know. Beyond the fumé, a sandwich. How do you say sandwich? Sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. Sm say it again. Beyond fumé. Beyond fumé, a sandwich. Sure. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I know don't, why I'm saying with an Italian. If, I don't know if that's how you're supposed to say it. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyways, here's the good news. I'm excited. I'm excited for all of the people that I'm going to meet 
that I haven't ever met. The people that are Facebook friends of mine that I've never actually seen in real life, right? And that's going to be perhaps all the podcasters out there I've never met, all the people of pinball, all the awesome Facebook friends that I have, all the listeners of the show that I've never got to meet, all of my followers and everyone who's ever watched or enjoyed joining me on a Pinball Nerds podcast live stream on Twitch, which I just found out it looks like from the people I've talked to, I should be able to get the satellite and the satellite should work to stream. I might have to lower my bit rate a little bit and not have it quite as pretty, but that's okay. You know I me, mean? I just, I need it quick and dirty. I don't need it. Like it doesn't have to be too special for me. I'm not a fancy folk. You know what I mean? So I'm very, very excited for that. The number five thing that I'm excited about, and I know you thought this would be number one, but the number five thing is just playing the machines. Every single solitary second, I don't care if my feet are sore. And I know recently on the Riptide Pinball podcast, um, they did say there's another episode coming out, I think, before Pember. But on the most recent one, I believe it was episode nine. It came out a couple weeks ago. They did mention me, by the way. And I love the way that Crystal mentioned me. She's just like, oh, yeah, Albert was, uh, like, she didn't say Orbital Albert or Pinball Nerds podcast, which it's not that I wanted the shout out. I just liked how casually she's like, and somehow... Stephanie Geiga, the pinball princess, knew exactly who she was talking about. She said, oh, yeah, I saw Albert did a picture with Julie. Because uh, they were already talking about Julie Dorsers. And then they said, oh, yeah, I saw Albert did a picture with Julie Dorsers uh, um, with uh, that Wonder Woman. Because they were talking about her Wonder Woman-themed machine and how she had won. And they were doing the recap, I believe, of the women's uh, at Pintastic. So, anyways, thanks again to Mrs. Pin for making those uh, rad uh, uh, trophies. Mrs. Pin is making the best trophies in pinball. Uh, she is a wizard with a glue gun and also with the pinball flippers, let's be honest. She's been having some excellent results soon. And that's another thing. Will I beat Mrs. Pin? Maybe that's my, my bonus track, my goal number six. Could I maybe beat Mrs. Pin? The two, the two newest pinball podcasters that I know of going to Pinburg, could they win? Because I don't think the poor man's podcast dudes are going. I don't believe Special and Lit are going. I was like, what? I know Zach Many's going. Could I beat Zach Many? Maybe. Who knows? Probably not. The guy's a pinball distributor, let's be honest. I mean, he's spent more time on more new machines than I have uh, on EMs in my entire life, probably. But who knows? He doesn't play a lot of tournaments, so maybe I could take him down. This is a little bit of shots fired, pachoo, pachoo, against the other pinball podcasters who are... And I'm not going against, like, Bruce and Ron from Slam Tilt. Oh, no. Those guys are pros. And those guys have been podcasting since before I was born. So, no, I'm talking about going against... Uh, where are we going up here, honey? Okay, we're gonna switch lanes here. Uh, don't worry, I'm a driving instructor. Do not try to podcast while driving in another province alone. Hanging right? Right yeah. or left? No, right here, you're good. Okay, you didn't say, you need- I just said stay in this lane. Okay, well you need to say right or left when there's two roads. Saying stay in your lane doesn't help when the lane goes both ways, baby. So, anyways, I'm most excited for meeting the people. Where are we going here? You're gonna go left in 300 meters. On uh, Rue Botsford Street? I'm Yes, yes. Oh, hello, Rue Botsford. Um, Rue, Rue is another name for street, oh, by the way. The mall's down there, by the way. Oh, there's the mall. Let's go to the mall. Let's not. Okay, so the thing that I am the most excited for by far is meeting all of these people that I have not met yet. Um, that's going to be the number one thing, but 
close second to that, of course, is just playing these machines because so many of these, these machines I've never played before. So many of these machines are rare. And what's even more rare is for these older machines to be in as good of condition as they currently are. That's what's gonna be even more rare. So I'm just excited to play the machines. Of course I'm excited for the competition and to see how I do and to see if I can better myself on day two. Um, I'm excited to be, I'm excited and very nervous to be playing. You know, I played with Jeff Teolis and Ian Hare were uh, the world's most okayest pin turn. I think he did a great job, but you know, that's his words, not mine. Um, I'm very, very excited to, uh, you know, play with people in the top 100 that I haven't. I have played with a couple guys in the top 100, but I mean, I kind of, I've known those guys for a long time and seen them around a lot, so I don't get too nervous playing with them. I'm not going to lie, if I'm in a grouping with like Zach Sharp, Keith Elwin, Owen Cairns, and Escher Lefkoff, I might be like, hey, so I'm just going to go for a lunch break. You guys can just put me down for some zeros, some big old donuts across there. Of course, here in Ontario, we call, or sorry, here in Canada, we call them, um, uh, we call the donuts donuts, but we call the center Timbits. Isn't that cute instead of donut holes? Anyways, I've gone way off topic and it shows here that we will be there in one minute. So we're almost at Heinz of all kinds. I'm going to let you guys go. I can't wait to see you all at Pinburg. I'll try to, I'll try to upload daily, but I don't think I can from the States over the next couple days, but I'll try. Until next time, pinball nerds, eat, sleep, and breathe classic music pinball.